You're listening to The Quoted Podcast. Don't forget to check out my blog, which will be linked in the description of this episode, and follow me on Instagram at The Quoted Podcast. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Hey there, and welcome to The Quoted Podcast, or welcome back if you're new. So, today, I am going to be... Continuing the season of love, this is episode 7, so if you have not heard any of the other episodes yet, you should definitely go check them out. Um, there's a really good one that I did with my friend Alexa, and we talked all about loving others, so you should go check that one out. If you don't check any of the other ones out, check that one out, please. So anyway, um, today I'm going to be talking over the verse Romans 5, 8, and talking about Jesus' death and resurrection, which I kind of talked a tiny bit about last week, I believe, but last week was about talking about discipline being an act of love. So this week is like Jesus dying on the cross for our sins to save us because he loves because he loves us so much and he wanted to do that to do that for us. But first before I get into today's subject, I just wanted to talk about my life for just a minute. And I just wanted to share with you all that I've been getting into music more and writing songs. I would not say that I am an amazing singer. I've always thought that um, I'm more of a writer than a singer. But I've just really been into playing piano lately and learning new songs, and then one day I just started writing them, and I probably have, like, ten songs written, or more, that you haven't heard yet, but there are, like, four or five out on my blog right now, so I will link that little playlist below, and you can find, or I'll link all of those songs below, individually, so you can click the link and listen to them if you want. I believe I've released Good Enough, um, Without You, Loved You, Loved You at Your Darkest, and then Nunca Tail Vadire. And then coming up, like next Tuesday, when after Tuesday after you're listening to this, a new one's actually going to come out. It's called Not Alone that I just recently wrote. So that's exciting. I will make sure to link those below and stay tuned for Not Alone to come out. I'm pretty proud of these songs. I wouldn't post them if I wasn't proud of them. I mean, they're not like <laughs> amazing, but they're really good. And I think that it's really fun writing songs so I just wanted to say that and also I think I actually have started writing my second book not for sure for sure but I think so because if you've listened to any other episodes I'm pretty sure I've talked about before how I tried to start writing my second book and always had so much trouble like starting it but finally I think I might have done something damage in writing because this these like past couple of days I have been spending a little bit of time doing that right now my book is called the red dress and it's like a mystery about someone who goes missing and then someone who tries to find this missing person I won't give away too much I don't have a lot of the plot done yet and I'm definitely trying to fix the plot and make sure it's all good because I want it to be interesting you know so I'm still working on that but maybe it'll end up being something interesting so that's cool but anyway let's just get into today's 
podcast. So, like I said, Romans 5a is the Bible verse of the day for today. So, I'm going to read it. And it says, But God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so, like I said, I'm going to go into more detail and talk about Jesus' death and resurrection. Because those are, like, really, really important parts of the Bible. You know, and, like, we just got to talk about them. (laughs) So, let's do it. So, I'm in Mark right now. And I was just flipping through because I knew that this story of Jesus' death either had to be in Luke or, like, John or something Matthew, it was like one of the main New Testament chapters. So I found it in Mark. The whole story is here in Mark. So right now I am on Mark 14. And if you like want to read along or something, we're not going to read like the whole thing. Just going to kind of talk over things and read a couple of verses, but not like that extremely many. So if you want to read along, you can. We're Mark 14 right now. And that is titled, The Plot to Kill Jesus. So this is when everything just kind of started. And it was two days before the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Which is when the Passover is when Jesus is with the disciples. And he tells them that one of the twelve disciples is going to betray Jesus. And... Um, I know the Passover is, like, a really important part that most people know when they think about Jesus' death because that's when they figured out that one of the disciples was going to get Jesus killed, and that was going to be Judah, or Judas. Wait, is it Jude? No, Jude. Jude. I'm pretty sure that's his name. I love how I don't even know how to say his name. So... For the Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. So I guess it's talking about who's going to betray Jesus. Um, and I also wanted to add, this, since this is, is the season of love, I'm talking more in depth and explaining uh, the resurrection of Jesus and like why he died for us. Because... He loved us. God sent his son to die for us because he loved us like you read in that verse, Romans 5, 8. So I just want to say we are talking about love today. But it's just going to seem a little, it's going to be a little bit different the way we get into that. So we see the plot to kill Jesus. And then like in verse 22, the Lord's Supper, you know. And then in verse 32 of Mark 14. Jesus prays in Gethsemane. And if you remember, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane to just have some time with God and to talk to him. Because Jesus was actually afraid to die, which makes sense. Because I'm sure everyone's afraid to die at some point in their life, maybe. And Jesus didn't want to die, but he knew it was for a good reason. And he knew it was going to happen next. And so, like, he prayed to God, and he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he 
he was just afraid of this moment and he was asking god can can anything else happen like do i have to die like does this have to happen because if you remember jesus was only human yes he had done miracles but those were through like christ but he's only human and so he's going to be afraid of dying so then at the end of uh, verse 41 we it we read and he came the third time and said to them are you still sleeping and taking your rest it is enough the hour has come the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sin- sinners rise let us go be going see my betrayer is at hand so this is when jesus tells the disciples to come on because he knows that he's about to be betrayed which is really really sad (laughs) and so next we read about the betrayal and arrest of jesus um and if you remember peter cut off the ear of one of the soldiers so i'm going to read this part because it's kind of interesting (laughs) and it's kind of yeah it's interesting to read and immediately while he was still speaking judas came one of the twelve and with him a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders now the betrayer had given them a sign saying the one i will kiss is the man seize him and lead him away under guard and when he came he went up to him at once and said rabbi and he kissed him and they laid hands on him and seized him but one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to them, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to catch, capture me? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. And they all left him and fled. Uh-huh. So that's what happened then. Um, I feel like there's like different um in different chapters of the bible there's different explanations of the story you know because there's one that says it was peter that cut the the soldier's ear off and then it showed that jesus healed the soldier's ear but that part did not say that so it must be in like matthew or luke or something if you know um let me know in some way you can comment on my blog because that would be cool if i would have read that part but i didn't realize it was in a different chapter but like even after jesus hailed the air of the soldier the people they still didn't they still wanted to arrest him for teaching god's word and so we see jesus before the council and then when peter denies jesus i'm going to read this part and this is mark fourteen sixty six. And as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with the Nazarene, Jesus. And keep keep in mind, <coughs> Jesus said that sorry, I had to get a drink of water. Jesus said that Peter was gonna deny him three times when the rooster crowed. And Peter was like, no, I'm not going to deny you, Jesus, because I love you. And then, let's keep reading and see. Because Peter is afraid that he is going to get crucified too. And so he denies Jesus because he doesn't want to die either. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. And he went out into the gateway, and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began 
again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them, but again he denied it. And after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to invoke, evoke, uh, invoke, sorry, you must not be able to talk today, a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. That's like a really sad thing <laughs> to think about because Peter didn't want to deny Jesus. But he also didn't want to die, and he was afraid, which makes sense. Because, yeah, like, the idea of death can be scary. It's just really sad. That makes me so sad reading that. that he, he didn't want to deny Jesus, but he also didn't want to die, and so he denied him. Okay, and then we read about Pilate. And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes in the whole council. They bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered, You have said so. And the chief priests accused him of things. And Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer to make? See how many charges they bring against you? But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. Um, so... Everyone wanted Jesus to be crucified. And Pilate wasn't going to kill Jesus at first because he didn't see what he had done wrong. He didn't think that Jesus had done anything wrong in the first place. So, but then after everyone put all this pressure on him saying, crucify him, crucify him, Pilate wanted to satisfy the crowd. And Barabbas, I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name, or Barabbas, I don't know if I feel like I've heard someone say it before. But Barabbas was going to be crucified on the cross, or he was on the cross or something, but everyone wanted him to be taken off the cross and be released, and Jesus put in Barabbas' place. So, since Pilate wanted this crowd to be satisfied, he released who they wanted to be released and delivered Jesus to be crucified. And so then in Mark 15, 16... Through 20, Jesus is mocked. And if you have talked about that, like here in Easter, you probably know every way that he was mocked. We have like a little box of like fake eggs and they all have different um, things of that talk about the crucifixion. So we used to, when we were like younger, every Easter we would get out this and we, every night, it was like every night going up to Easter, we would take an egg, open it, and there would be like a little thing in it, like a cross or a crown with thorns on it, or like a cup. And we would read like part of Jesus's crucifixion story. And so if you've read that before, you know the different ways that Jesus was mocked before he was crucified. And then in Mark um, 15, 21, we see the crucifixion, and I'm just going to read the crucifixion really quick because I just want to make one little point. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means place of a school. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. 
And they crucified him and divided his garments among them, casting lots for them to decide what each should take. And it was the third hour when they crucified him. And the inscription of the charge against him read, The king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left, and those who passed by the right of him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself, and come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, He saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also reviled him. So what's really sad is that while Jesus was on the cross, um, people would go and tell Jesus, Come down from the cross if you like if you really are the son of man and and jesus wasn't going to do that because he knew that he was destined to die on the cross and he wasn't going to just do that yes he was probably capable of jumping off that cross but he loved us so much god loved us so much and jesus knew that this is what he should do which is why he didn't jump down from the cross even though they were mocking him so yeah (laughs) i was looking for a quote because i saw a quote one time that i really liked but i don't think i'm gonna be able to find it and of course i don't think about it until i'm recording So I don't really have any time to look for this, but I was just looking on Pinterest, like a bunch of different quotes. Um, When in like, I think it was like fifth grade or sixth grade, we talked about how Jesus was basically naked on the cross and embarrassed because of all the people. Oh, oh, wait. Okay. Well, this isn't the exact um, quote. There was a quote about him being naked and embarrassed and how we should follow follow him. Or like, I don't remember what it was. So I'm going to read the other one. Jesus died for you in public, so don't only live for him in private. Which is kind of maybe what I was looking for. Like, he died for us in, pu- in public, so we shouldn't live for him in private. And that's a really good verse. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to find any more, so we'll continue with this because I don't want to bore you looking for quotes. So, then in verse 33, we see the death of Jesus. And, oh, ooh, this is interesting, you guys. Okay, I have to look this up. What? No. <laughs> what does... Eloy, Lena, Lemma, Lemma, you guys, Lemma, Sabbath, you mean, okay, okay, I'll explain what I'm trying to say, okay, so I mark 15, verse, um, 34, it says, and at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, Lemma, Sabbath, I don't know how to say that, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, behold, he is calling Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine 
put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, truly this man was the Son of God. There were also women looking on from a distance, among whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the younger and of Joseph and Salome. When he was in Galilee, they followed him and ministered to him. And there were also many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. So, I just saw those words and I thought that was interesting. That must be like, um, is that like Hebrew? According to this, it's Aramaic. Is that how you say it? A-R-A-M-A-C-I-C? If anyone knows how to speak in that language, that's cool. <laughs> but he, I think the bystanders, like, wanted to believe that Jesus was the Son of God on the cross. And he wasn't going to do any miracles at that moment. Because that's not what God's plan was for him at that moment. So he didn't do any miracles. But they heard him say that. And they were like, is he going to call um, Elijah to come down? But I think what's cool is whenever he dies the curtains of the temple are torn into two i think that was really interesting and then people were like this has to be the son of god after that happened because that was kind of pretty crazy one thing i like to i think it's really cool is the fact that jesus spoke a different language like he didn't actually speak english and so it's really cool to think about that i think different languages are really really cool and yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about. Okay, so I'm running a little low on time. Actually, I'm not. I could go over 30 minutes if I wanted to, but I don't know if you want to listen to a podcast that long or not. So then we talk about Jesus being buried and then his resurrection. So I'm going to let you know if you want to read about his resurrection, go to Mark 16 and read that. I'm not going to read today. I kind of just wanted to talk about his death. I was going to talk about resurrection since I'm running out of time, I don't think I'm going to. But basically, that was what we were going to read today. And so, reminding you, Romans 5, 8 says, But God showed his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So, because that was the verse of the day today, I thought I would talk more in depth about Jesus' death and just show you more about that. And, yeah, Jesus... God sent his son to die for our sins because he loves us so much. And yeah, we never deserved it. But he, like I said, he loves us so incredibly much that he sent his son to die for us. Which is really, really crazy um, that someone died for us because of his love for us. So I think that this week we should thank God for all that he's done for us. By living and doing what Jesus would do. So ask yourself today, what would Jesus do? And try to follow along in his footsteps. Once again, we're not perfect, so we can't be perfect in everything we do. But we can definitely ask ourselves, what would Jesus do? And follow his words and do our best to live like Jesus. Because... He is a really good example for everyone, and I just hope that you were encouraged by today's episode, and maybe you learned something new. I don't know. Um, that that would be cool if you did. I hope you learned something new. 
Um. So yeah. Okay, I want to read a little quote I just found. Do not follow the crowd and do not do something just because others are doing it. Stand for what is right and true no matter the cost. Following Jesus Christ costs us our earthly desires, but it is worth it. Live by God's standard and obey him in everything. Jesus died on the cross that we may be free to live. And like he died for our sins, to forgive us of our sins. It doesn't mean that we're not going to sin. It means he died to forgive us of our sins. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, Hebrews 12, 2. That's a really good verse. So Christ has set us free. How Now make sure that you stay free and don't get led up. Wait, what does that say? Tied up again in slavery to the law, Galatians 5, 1. So yeah, that's all I had to say about today's subject. I really, really hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope it encouraged you and you learned something from it. I love you all so much. I can't believe this podcast is growing. (laughs) It's kind of crazy to think about, to be honest. I never thought people would want to listen to this podcast, but looking at my listener statistics right now, it's growing for sure, which is really crazy amazing. But yeah, I love y'all. Thank you for like listening to this. Um, please don't forget to go check out my blog, which will be linked in the description of this episode. I have some cool piano covers coming out soon. Today's piano cover, when I'm recording this, was actually um, a sour mashup. And as you all know, I love the Sour album and really hoping for a sweet album. But anyway, I did a mashup of the songs and I'm just so proud of it and I love it so much. So I hope you do too. I will link my blog below. Please go follow me on Instagram at The Quoted Podcast if you want. It's just to remind you when new episodes come out mostly. So it's not anything too exciting, but yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And stay tuned for my book and more original songs coming out. Once again, Never Alone will be coming out like next Tuesday. So I hope you'll go listen to that. <laughs> um, I don't know. What to, I don't think there's anything else I need to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say. I'm just excited for new and exciting content to come. And I hope you are too. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to leave yet. I don't want to end the episode yet. Before you go, I'm going to give you a short little sneak peek of Never Alone because I just love it. Or no, oh my goodness. I've been calling it the wrong thing this whole time. It's called Not Alone, not Never Alone. I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't even know. Here's the little sneak peek. Sorry. Okay, here we are. Taking two steps forward
Okay, that's where I'm going to end it at. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode, and please come back next Thursday for a new one. And we're getting close to ending the season. I'm so excited for next season. It's going to be good. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.